Thank you so much for listening to the Spooky Door Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we just want to say that you can now watch our episodes and not just listen to them. That's right. We're now uploading all our episodes with video content onto our YouTube channel with lots of various topics, such as top tens and more. Of course, we will always maintain our audio form, but now you can watch the episodes. If there is any subject or topic you'd like us to cover, please let us know. Check out thespookydoor.com or search for the Spooky Door Podcast on YouTube. As always, thank you so much for being a listener and we appreciate all the support. Venture into the shadows with hosts Jordan and Ashley as they peel back the veil to reveal in-depth images into a different realm. One of strange events, places, occurrences, phenomena, and sometimes even horror. Join them as they journey through the spooky door. <laughs> Welcome to the Spooky Door. I'm Jordan, and with me is my co-host Ashley. And of course, on this show, we talk about hauntings, bizarre things, paranormal activity, all kinds of creepy stuff. So uh, today, we have actually a real-life ghost story. Um, someone who actually has lived through some real-life horrors. Uh, we have our friend Mallory with us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Welcome you're to the welcome. show. So, um. You're no stranger to paranormal activity, I want to say, right? No, not not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had a enough of my fair share. I think I I think I'm good for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so the one we're really going to dive into today is the house you had in on Jeanette Road in Hilliard, Ohio. Oh, good. That's that's the one <laughs> I really so excited. Everyone loves this, this house. Is how you wanted to spend your Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I moved. I, I can even say I've been to this house and it was awful. <laughs> that I get that consensus I, a lot. I, I, sp- I spent the night in the house once, and I was like, I'm never, I don't know how you sleep here every night because I couldn't do it one night. I, I had you time. made it longer than most grown men. Okay, so not that there were a lot of grown men in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Just not grown men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Whole other podcast. <laughs> okay. Whole other podcast. Whole other day. All right. So, um, getting into it. Okay. So, you and your now, of course, ex. Uh, yes. Um, oh, I thought that was the horror story. Oh, oh we're going to talk about the house. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With it now. Okay. So, uh, you and your ex, uh, go ahead and get into the involved, like how you actually got a hold of the house. So, he wanted to purchase a house and I wanted to um, run away to California. So we bought the house. And uh, our limit, me being 18, was very minimal. So we were looking at houses that needed serious reno. Um, and we ended up buying a house that was right down the street from our apartment. The house was built in 1941 and it had very minimal um, remodeling done. They had kind of decorated in the 70s, so it looked like pure hell. Um, but that was it. They hadn't fixed anything. It was the old drawstring windows, the whole bit. But the two-car garage that was in the back of the house was actually, we found out, the original house. So oh, you could still see like where classy. the kitchen tile was, where the, you know, the, the front door would have been. And they basically just added a garage door. But there's no record of that house ever being there. So they couldn't tell us the garage, anything about it, who lived there when it was built, nothing else. Um, that's already a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> so I, we, I like open. can't tell you. I open the garage door and I'm like, holy shit. You can tell this was like where, you know, where the lines for the laminate floor were for the kitchen and where the living room probably was. And I'm like, well, that's 
odd, but I grew up in like a 450 square foot house. So that's not all that strange. And so they're like, well, let's take you in to look through the inside. And we walk in and it's all god awful shag carpeting, rooster wallpaper and whatnot. But the weird part was there was a, a twin bed in the living room. And they're like, the lady that lives here sleeps in the twin bed in the living room. But there was nothing else in the house besides a recliner. I was like, okay, well, you know, live minimally. Marie Kondo's would love this, whatever. And we start walking through and there's one bedroom in the whole house that looks like a child lives there. Mm-hmm. And everything's exactly the way you would assume it would be this is already 19. just like sounds creepy yeah in my head. i don't know what the, even, what the like, hell i was thinking like, of buying this house <laughs> i would be like huh. you're 18 i was like i keep trying to stop you and you don't listen <laughs> so we walk in and the room is exactly the same and they explained to me that this woman i'm buying it from her son died and i thought oh you know well that explains you know psychologically why she probably didn't alter the child's room i was like that's terrible I come to find out he was 43 when he had a heart attack. (laughs) So why is, and she had two sons, why is one room exactly the same and the other one has been changed, updated, whatnot? And uh, so she, as, as we're taking the tour of this house, she is bawling and crying, talking about her son who has passed. Well, apparently he passed years prior. Not that that changes a, a mother's grieving, but it was, it was almost as if it had just happened. And she kept telling me, I see him every day. And I was like, oh, you know, and I wasn't thinking about, you know, anything else other than, you know, her revisiting memories, et cetera. And then you can smell this heavy cologne and the cigar smoke. I was like, man, that chair smells terrible. And I got to <laughs> right. figure out how to remove this recliner because I'd already bought the house from her, but she she just kept coming back every day. And... uh so wait, so you went, so how much, when you guys went to go see the house, like for the first time with like the realtor or something like that, how much did you see the, like, the entire house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And it was a strange little Cape Cod that they had added tiny little rooms, like a little sun room and what looked like was going to be a bathroom, but they never finished any of it. And uh, so we were thinking about, you know, how can I get this giant recliner out of here? The, the armchairs had been broken flat. And she said, I, I don't have the heart to get rid of it. And I was like, okay, well, unfortunately, I've bought the house, so I got to figure out how <laughs> to get rid of this recliner. To get rid of this recliner. And she goes, my husband died in that chair. <laughs> okay, and I was well, like, I want to get rid of not, it more not to now. Laugh at Holy, that. Uh, once it's out of here, it's lighting on a fire. It's going. It's got to get out of this house. So little old me is trying to figure out how to drag out this giant lazy boy. And it rocks ever so slightly and i thought well it's the old wood 1940s original plank four so if you step on one plank another plank moves so i was like oh okay well you know whatever and it smelled so heavily of cigars and cologne all the time you get terrible whiffs of it and i thought maybe it was the chair that Mm -hmm. just you know stunk well apparently he had died seven years prior and I was like, wow, this thing really holds on to it. <laughs> okay. So we. Red flag. Yeah. So we there get a lot of red flags yeah. here. And I'm a slow learner, apparently. <laughs> so we, I, we, I haul this chair out. I get it all the way to the curb. It's gone. Weeks later, we still get this waft of cigar smoke. I mean, it's heavy and cologne. And you hear the, the chair creak. There's no chair. 
So I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. And it would drive the dog nuts. He would just growl at the corner all Remember day. what we said last episode? Always about look, animals? Always yeah. listen to your animals. It yeah. was terrible. Animals, no. He would go to this corner and he would fluff and you know Tuna. He yeah. didn't. Tuna was he this, was afraid of everything. Tuna was this big, black, dumb lab. Yeah. He was the most kindest dog in the world. Didn't have like anything mean, anything Mm-mm. about him. He was like the sweetest dog. I'd never really heard him growl. So he would fluff in the corner and growl at where the chair had been. Oh, my God. And it was so creepy. And my ex was very, you know, there are no such thing as ghosts. None of this is happening. None of it's real. So we discounted pretty much everything we ever saw or heard. This is like the quintessential every horror movie. Right. I was yeah. going to say, I would. The, <laughs> the, second, dog's, the dog's acting up. The dude is like, oh, no, there's nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> the and second it just, I had the thing with the dog, yeah. I would have been like, well, shit, we got a haunted house. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it never stopped. It just slowly, like, we slowly found more and more things that were just odd. We changed up the, the little boy's room you know, and pulled everything out. And there were shotgun shells, fishing hooks, um, insulin needles, look like insulin needles, um, all kinds of different ammo, all inside the shag carpeting. So it got to the point, I just cut it and rolled it and pulled it all out because I couldn't get all the artillery (laughs) and needles and everything else that were in this room. And, uh, you wonder all the things that went on. Yeah. yeah I know, like, right? What, what, what happened in this room? So we end up pulling all the carpet and get rid of it. Well, as we start to renovate the house, things just progressively escalated. Um, I started hearing like footsteps, like little footsteps, like when kids run around the house. Now we were in close proximity to other houses. So I thought, you know, maybe they're running in the street. Also, it's a pretty wooded area. So it could be yeah. like something on the roof. Because even here, like where I live Absolutely. right now, I get like squirrels and like shit like running across my like roof and stuff. And like scared the crap out of me one night. So I was like, oh my God, something's in the attic. And I was like, <laughs> it's a freaking squirrel in the attic. <laughs> so that's what like we discounted Tuna's growling to, you know, there's probably animals in the walls or, you know, it's an old house. Yeah. And I had two big walnut trees. So I'm like, we've probably got raccoons or something else running around up there. And we never really thought about it. And then Tuna would walk around and just growl at nothing. And every time he growled, you could still, you get that that scent of cologne and cigars. So the house always had an odd smell that accompanied Tuna getting flustered. And then um, it was about two in the morning. Now, at this point, how long have you been living in the house? Um, about six to eight months. And we had started renovating like the kitchen. Well, when we started on the kids' room, like painting it and everything else, it was just, you know, you could hear chatter. But I assumed again with the crappy drawstring windows, <laughs> it's probably a neighbor. But at this point, it's so define yeah. like chatter. Was it talking? Was it whispering? It was like a little a little boy, like how they kind of like. Little little kids kind of chatter and babble, and they're they're just kind of talking themselves. And so it wasn't malicious; it was just odd. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, there's not a lot of other kids, but I'm assuming I can probably. I mean, you could hear everything, so I'm assuming it's kids outside." And it was about two in the morning, and I can hear this little boy giggling. And I'm like, "What in the hell?" And Tuna is searching the whole house. He's not growling or anything else. He's just all Wandering. over the house. And I was like, "What are you? What is? What are you doing?" And my ex comes home 
And he was like, what are you doing? I said, I can, I can hear a little boy giggling. He's like, it's probably outside. So he goes out, walks around. He goes, there's nobody outside. Okay, genius. It's two in the morning. I didn't expect a three-year-old to be out wandering (laughs) in my yard. Otherwise we have bigger problems. If I did, don't you think I'd be out there already? And he was like, but I, I can hear it. And he didn't believe it. I mean, he discounted everything in this house from the get go. And he turns to me and he doesn't look panicked, but he looks kind of confused. And he's like, I, I hear it this time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know. I've been, let's see, about nine months of this shit. And uh, he was like, no, that's weird. I can actually hear it. And then we hear a woman go, shh, you're scaring them. Oh. And he literally, he was like, okay. I, I hear, I heard that. And I was like, I know. She chats all day long. I'm t- like, I'm just, I was like, I just assumed it was stuff outside. And he was like, I'm done. That's weird. And legit walked out and like went to his car. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Okay. If that's all it took to get rid of you, <laughs> if you could just keep whispering. And uh, so he was like, that's, I, I, I finally heard it. Like, I was like, I'm not saying there's ghosts. I'm not saying the house is haunted. I'm just saying that was, that was odd. And I did hear it. I was like, okay. Okay, you'll have to say it. <laughs> yeah, so come Christmas, I'm trying to figure out where to put all the Christmas decorations. And as I'm upstairs, it was like a little Cape Cod. So the upstairs was like the weird angles. You couldn't really stand anywhere upstairs. There, I find a little crawl space. I was like, ah, oh, perfect. So I open this. <laughs> yeah. Mystery crawl space. Yeah. So I open this little door and it's only about two and a half feet high or so. And I open the door and the inside is wallpaper with cowboy wallpaper. And I was like, what the hell? The back of the door looks like a dog got locked in there. And I mean, it was just shredded and clawed. Um, and I was like, wow. And there was like little army men in there and like a page from a book. Then there was a curtain rod that had been shoved into the area where someone had um, put a grate like for HVAC so that there was air ventilation shoved in there and pried until it was bent to get that that crawl space open or I'm sorry the HVAC um vent open and uh so I yell for my ex I'm like come up here and he's like well that's weird yes yes it is yeah so we took pictures that's more than weird yeah Yeah. like we have actual photos and people that have come to the house to see this and that's the first thing everyone always wants to see when they come to the house I want to see the little room I want to see the cowboy room like, oh, God, so here I'm hauling out Christmas. <laughs> here it is. is. Creepy little cupboard. Yeah, so uh, we got a lot of people that I don't know how word of mouth or whatnot started hearing about the house and wanted to come over and see if they could see what was going on in the house. And uh, the other weird thing we had was my perfume would constantly be empty. So I used to have hardcore bands that I would book shows for, and they would come and stay at my house as they would hop from city to city. And I had two big bands come to my house. And they're huge, big, tattooed, angry looking guys. <laughs> and they're all in my living room. And, you know, every now and then I hear somebody, did you hear that? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, Stuff Creek sits an old house. You know, don't worry <laughs> about it. So if I tell them, like, first they're going to think I'm crazy or anyone that believes me is going to jet. So I, you know, I told them, they're like, is this house haunted? Like we've heard other bands like chatter that, you know, something's up with your house. I was like, I don't, you know, I live here. I don't know. Like we're so, I'm so used to it after this was almost two years. Like 
I don't really notice anymore. And my ex had moved out, so it was just me living there. Oh, so, that's fun. So Tuna, much better. <laughs> <laughs> so Tuna and I, you know, had just gotten used to all this weird stuff every day, all day. And uh, I told them about the perfume. They're like, ah, that's bullshit. Like, okay. I said, here's duct tape. Tape that one. And so they taped it. The, the cap shut. So I wake up in the morning. The perfume bottle still taped is now almost empty and sitting on my dresser and no one's in my house. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's weird. Normally, like when the bands come over, I cook dinner, I cook breakfast. Like right. it's basically like, you know, a hotel. And then uh, they go on bed the- and breakfast for bands. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know. We hang out the next day and they they go on their way or wherever they're heading. And I was like, man, they must have had a jet early. I wonder where their next city was. And I turned to sit down with my breakfast. And I'm like, what the hell? Their vans are in my driveway. I go out and I'm like, and I knock on the door and they all jump. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, what are you doing? And they were like, dude, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. There was weird stuff. There was voices. Shit was moving all night. And I was like, what? And the guy in the back goes, tell her about the perfume. And then grabs a pillow. And I was like, tell me. I was like, was it gone? And he was like, dude, that is the weirdest shit we've ever seen. I can't go back in your house. I was like, are you kidding me? So I'm looking at these huge guys, tattoos on their face going, no, we're not going back in. Here I am, this little blonde. I live there by myself. And I'm like. I do this every day. I'm like. Well, great, cool, because now I don't want to go back in. <laughs> yeah, right. So I was like, yeah, like it's kind of weird. And then word just got around. So every time a band come over, they're like, we got to see this house. <laughs> and then it just became a thing like, all right, well, I'll make spaghetti dinner and you guys go look around this weird house. Crawl space is upstairs on the left. <laughs> go on your ghost hunt. Yeah. So it just, it was the strangest, strangest house I've ever lived in. And anytime I changed anything, it just got worse. So it got to the point we didn't change anything else. We just left it the way it was. Well, I remember, I, um, so it was 4th of July and mm-hmm. I was leaving to go to California mm-hmm. and we got flat. So I ended up having to stay like in Ohio for like three extra days and I didn't really have a place to go. And I, so I remember one night I, I came over and it was like around, it was right around 4th of July. I remember that because that's when we left. So I remember like Justin was over, one of our friends. Like we were all just hanging outside because, like as you said, Justin would never go in the house. <laughs> Most people didn't come in. Like the front door was their threshold. Yeah. So our friend Justin, like he's a big dude. He's, he's this is a big dude. He's like I don't know at the time two hundred fifty pounds, six foot three, whatever. And um, even he was like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't like now. Like he's like I'm totally down to hang outside and like cook some like grill some stuff on the like on the barbecue. But he's like I'm not going in the house. Had so. he been like had he been in there before like. Yeah, he came, was there like something like in. a specific like time he went in there and he was like, okay, something happened and he's like, I don't want to go and back. He's, and he's one of those people. He's not like a skeptic where he doesn't believe anything. He's just like, okay, if if, if it's like if it's there, it's there. You know, that's kind of like his mentality. And yeah, it was just funny, even him. Like he was like, no, I'm not going in there. So I remember like we were all hanging out. Like everyone, like there was a couple other people and everyone left. And I remember like I didn't have a place to stay. You're like, oh, you can just crash here. You and I, we've been friends for like 20 some years or whatever. And uh, I remember like we were laying on the couch and we we're like cuddling. We never have cuddled ever before. And I'm really like, okay, I'm going to bed. I might have a death grip on you. And I'm like, no, you are going to lay right here. Nobody moves outside. <laughs> I'm like, you are not going to leave this couch. <laughs> so you are not the first grown man to do that, by the way, in that home. <laughs> there was a there was, was a like, singer for like a deathcore band yeah. that did the same thing. Oh, he was wrapped around my arm like a lap dog. And I was like, what you doing, James? He was like, you hear this, right? 
I'm like, yep, I'm sleeping here, aren't I? So here I am on my futon with all these guys in this pan like all over my they won't sleep in any beds. They all slept in that one room in the living room. They wouldn't leave. They all slept on this hard ass 1940s crappy floor to avoid sleeping in away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I just realized that was like the one time I slept at the house, and I was like, "No, you're you're not leaving the living room." Well, I was like, "I," because I was like, "There's no, I'm there's no way I'm going to go insane." I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had like, lots of friends that came over. It was like I can't, or they would come down from from the bedroom, and because my bedroom was downstairs, and there was the spare yeah. bedroom up top, and they would come down. And, Can I? Do you care if I just? I mean, I'll lay on the floor. <laughs> You're, you're I'm like, room. there's couches. Come on, let's I go out to the couch. I can see that. Though. I feel like I would be the same way. I'd be like, uh, I'd be okay, but I just wouldn't want to be by myself. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done enough weird shit too. I'm just one of those people. It's more like, okay, if we experience this together, I'm okay. But if this alone, <laughs> I'm it's miserable. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that I was like, wait, wait, am I the brave one here? I was like, this is new. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm not brave. I'm desensitized. Great. <laughs> awesome. That's different. Oh, because there would be like a new sound. I'm like, oh, shit. what is that? Right. Yeah. A new fresh hell. I remember your bedroom because you had all the Star Wars stuff in your room. Mm-hmm. My and Transformers like, bedspread. Yeah, mm-hmm. Your room yeah. is like the only room that like felt normal because all your stuff was in there. Yeah. But like everything else in the house, I just remember like it was dead of summer. It was like 90 degrees outside. Your house was freezing. That's, yeah, that's it was the one always thing, miserable. That's like the one thing I think I remember the most about the house was just like how fucking cold it was mm-hmm. all the time. And like drafts, like oh, upstairs yeah. was awful. Like certain rooms, like you, I went to the room you talked about, like the nursery that had like all the bolt shells and stuff. By this point, I saw it, like the carpet had been ripped out and stuff. Yeah. And they told me about it. But I just remember like the room is so fucking cold and like the air was like, you couldn't like, the air was like, like thick. And I was like, mm-hmm. everything was like hard to breathe in the house. I was like, what the fuck? The house was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. It was really weird because a lot of people that don't believe in anything like that or agree with any of it, they're like, this house is just weird. Yeah. And that's what they would constantly get that like, you know, your house is just odd. Like, I just don't like being here. It almost makes you wonder like what all was there because, you know, we obviously, you know, there was the, the lady's wife, the lady's husband. Yeah. yeah. And then there's obviously... A mom and a kid there too, or possibly something. makes you yeah. I wonder like yeah. what else like well, it, was going on there. Yeah. So the area of Hilliard it's in, it's in the like the boomer generation. So like this is a pre war this is a post World War Two house, probably built in like what? It was nineteen forty one. Okay, yeah. So during World War Two even. Mm-hmm. So that's they like, were track houses. So yep. it was like low income areas where they just built the houses like bam, 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 because they didn't have enough. And there's a ton of those in the area. Everybody. Yeah. That whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's just kind of, there's that's kind of Ohio in general. A lot of areas in Ohio have mm-hmm. those like World War II, like um, post or like pre uh, post World War II or during World War II houses during the, like the boomer generation. So, yeah. So anyway, so you're living in this house uh, at this point. You're yeah. kind of like, it's just you and the dog because yeah. douchebag's gone. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden, the house is so nice. <laughs> it's like I'd rather have the shitty, ghostly roommates right. than like the, the say, shitty I'll boyfriend. I'll take the ghost people <laughs> talking. The ghosts are the better roommates there. Yes, and they don't even have to pay any bills, so that says a lot. <laughs> you can live here for free. <laughs> Just stay. <laughs> oh my god! So okay, so you're living in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in there for a while. 
weird shits. Uh, obviously, at this point, everything's kind of escalated. <laughs> yeah, and it just got to it got to the point that I anytime I tried to work on anything in the house, other other things happen. Like other things break. It randomly flooded, you know. And it just got to the point I was like, this is not worth it to me to try and buy this off of my ex like I'd rather just wipe my hands clean just be done with everything with this house so we agreed that we were going to work together and sell it and he gave a power of attorney to his mother god bless his heart so I could deal with her and her and I were going to work together to sell this house so I moved everything of mine out so the house basically looked like no one lived there right which made everything slightly creepier because now you live in a place where you have all these things going on, but you have none of your stuff that make it look like home. And so I slept on the couch for the next year while this house was up for sale. And, um, you know, when, once we looked at selling it, we couldn't get anybody to buy it. Nobody would buy this house. We had put $40,000 worth of work to remodel this house. Nobody would buy it. And it was really weird because houses along the street, this is also sold. in Hilliard, and it's in the Hilliard School District. So it's like that is like prime real and it's estate. It's a landlocked acre. So the house was a three bedroom house with a car and a half ish, two car garage. And we had the house up for sale for $80,000, and we couldn't get anyone to buy it. And we had remodeled it. So it had a new kitchen, new appliances, new flooring. There are some rooms that needed some some love, I'm sure. But you know, now that house is a two hundred thousand dollar house because it's got it's got five houses in a row that are landlocked with an acre. Mm-hmm. No one would buy this damn house. We had showings galore. I mean, I could never come home. There was always somebody looking at it. No one would buy. Clearly, it. they didn't want to look at it to buy it. Yeah. Um. Do you ever wonder if, like, maybe there are people that knew something that, like, you didn't know, right? But they like just didn't tell you. So that's what I was wondering when we bought it. I'm like, they, like my assumption was they knew, you know, maybe the house wasn't structurally sound or whatnot. Or had some other issues. Yeah. So finally we get a buyer and they want to buy it for way under. And I was like, whatever, short sale it. I just want to be done. Just take, just take the keys. I find out it's the woman I bought it from. She can't live without her son. Oh, that's crazy. Her exact words. Yeah. She can't live without her son and she'll do whatever it takes to get this house back. Here's your keys, darling. See ya. You can right. have them. So I short sailed it and sold it to her, right? The day she takes ownership, the foundation cracks. And I kid you not, it was like out of a movie. The walls had like the zigzag where the walls had broken and the house had started to tip in on itself. So I went, I went back to give her my spare key. And she was like, you'll never believe what happened to the house. And she walked me through the house and I kid you not, it had cracked in half and started to fall in on itself. So she had to spend thousands to have companies come over. Most people would have claimed the insurance, bulldozed the house because the land was worth. Yeah, I mean, because I said, like where like where the location is, um, it's in a really nice. It's almost downtown Hilliard. Yeah, Yeah. it's a really nice area. It's a really nice uh, like the like everything around it is like a really pretty area of Hilliard too. Mm -hmm. If anyone knows anything about Columbus, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's prime. You can walk to at the time the library, shopping, everything else. So it was just really odd that we couldn't sell this house. <laughs> and then you know, most people, like I said, would have been done with it, bulldozed it, caught it on fire, whatever. Because that having your house basically fall in on itself, why would you bother repairing a 1940s right. house that doesn't have really any of the character? It wasn't a historical home. No. 
So she spent months and thousands to have this house rebuilt foundation up to keep it. It looks exactly the same. If you drive by today, nothing on the outside is. I was going to ask. So it's still there. Um, yeah. Do people still live there? Mm-hmm. Does she still live there? Or is I was going to say. I don't know if she does or not because it just recently sold. I was, was going to be my follow up <laughs> yeah. question was like, do you know if it has <laughs> sold since She was then? in her late 70s when I bought it from her in 2007. This would, so you bought the house in 2000. It had been. Might have been 06. Because it's before I left for California. Mm-hmm. I know that. Wait, no, because. Okay, because of the people I knew who, someone I knew lived right across the street from you, that was like in 05. Yeah. That was 05, 06. So it had you around the mid 2000s when you, and then when I moved back from California, I think, I'm trying to remember if you were living in, I think you sold the house at this point. I, yeah. So I eventually, I sold it in May of 2009. Okay. So I wasn't living in it when I sold it. I said to hell and, moved in with my mother and (laughs) lived on a futon to not live in that house. And then, like I said, when I sold it and went to give her the keys, it had fallen in on itself. But she said, I I have to have this house. She don't understand. And I was like, I don't understand why anybody has to have this house. (laughs) I wonder what made it fall in on itself. Like, Uh, well, probably, probably because it was like, I mean, we can go into the aspect of it's an old house. It probably had like fell in disrepair. Right. Well, no, oh, I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't maybe necessarily she was, thinking that because maybe she was digging into something, or maybe the house's energy. We can go into the right. F- yeah. F- like, maybe, I was thinking more energy wise. What yeah, would make maybe the house didn't want her back? That, that, yeah. Right. Well, that because <laughs> oh that was gosh. my thought. What would you? Uh, what would make whatever yeah. was there desire to like? It was so weird. Leave. And the one thing I remember the most about the house, the most thing vivid memory I have of the house is how lovely the backyard was oh my gosh like yeah. like the house itself like the outside oh. was just like kind of run down it wasn't like it, mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh my god that looks like a haunted house the house is like a house but the backyard was beautiful you had like oh, those yeah. giant oak trees and we had walnut trees oak trees black locusts and then we had a stream that ran through the back but the property was long but not very wide so you had this killer view of like the trees and the stream and the house was so far away the next house that it almost looked you know, smaller. Right. You could tell what color it was, but not much about it. So the view, as soon as you sat outside, was serene. It was it was amazing, and it was honestly the selling point. Yeah. For you know, for the house, for a first time homeowner. That's why I'm surprised no one bought the house to tear it down to rebuild on it. Yeah, because, I mean, um, that's what I would have done. You know, had that been an option, was just you know, bulldoze the house. The land's worth four times that. Rebuild a, a nice, not haunted house on it. <laughs> right. But then that that begs to you know present the question of was it the house though mm-hmm. mm, yeah because it could very well be the land and if you build something back over it might just not even right resolve the issue you <laughs> might be like right back where you started because that's we always wondered who inhabited the house that was actually the garage because i was like maybe it's not gladys that's her, she, that was her name that gladys. was her name gladys yeah <laughs> god love her but from the second i bought the house her and i had a relationship, which I'm saying in quotes, throughout the next two years where she would just randomly call me bawling about her son or her husband and she would stop by unannounced all the time. So it was I like- I wonder what made her sell the house in the first place. I wonder if she like- She couldn't afford it. Oh, okay, that's what so I was wondering. So her son that passed was supporting her and taking care of her. Uh, and uh, she just, after after he died, she made it as long as she could with the other son coming to help, but he he didn't live, you know, locally, and it just got to be too much. So 
she was going to move in with him and she just kept coming back. Like I would be doing something and then bam, there's this woman in my driveway and she's just sobbing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with this. But you know, I'm not going to turn her away. But I'm like, what the hell? Like I bought her in the house. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) Oh my gosh, had I known I was going to have another roommate. That was so lovely. This house comes free with a new best friend. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. So like after she bought it, I just, I felt so bad for her because, you know, we put a lot of, of we, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I was he napped. I put a lot of work, you know, fixing the house up. And then, uh, you know, I was like, well, good for her because she wouldn't have been able to do the work. Now she's moving back into another house. And I mean, we had inspections done when she bought the house. Everything was sound. And I kid you not, it just... Jesus. And so there were work trucks there for months and months and months after she bought it, trying to rebuild the foundation and get it to to stand, which they apparently succeeded because I drove by like four days ago. It's it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know, but it's still there. See, that even more so makes me think that like it falling in on itself wasn't like necessarily a structural issue. Yeah. If it's, you know, yeah. or a land issue because it seems fine now. Seems like maybe somebody didn't want like, her there in the first place. Yeah, well, finding out later, like talking to some of the neighbors, like her relationship with her sons and her husband were like volatile, like screaming, yelling, things flying the whole bit. So it's interesting because when she would talk to me about it, everything was so loving and so, you know, just, you know. The, I feel like that would make to sense Bieber. though, because then like her if her even. husband was there, then of course he wouldn't want anything he wouldn't want her back and then you know obviously spirits that are there probably prior to that are probably also wouldn't want her back because they wouldn't want that you know everything they would witness (laughs) like i wouldn't want her back i know they're they're probably like get the fuck out she yeah and she i mean mentally she was toast it was there wasn't a lot there which is i tried to constantly work with her like i'd make her a meal and she would come over and but she would she'd just cry and this went on for years I was like, I don't know what to do with this. So I don't know. You know, the house always had a weird energy to me personally, just because there was so much history. We found out about it as soon as we bought it that yeah. I was like, what did I, what did I do? <laughs> like, I didn't realize I was going to inherit her and all the weird stuff that, you know, came, came along with it. And it was, it was just a, a strange place that a lot of people that, you know, even if they, they didn't have beliefs or whatever. They were like, I just, I don't want to be here. It's just a weird, weird house. So I was happy to be, <laughs> happy to be rid I of it. Like, I guess I remember just the house being really cold and it had mm-hmm. like kind of like a, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know, when you're outside and it's like cold and it's kind of damp, mm-hmm. you know, like even when you're wearing a yep. jacket, you feel kind of damp. That's how I felt every time I was in the house. Mm-hmm. I just remember like the air was thick and like the air was cold and like kind of wet. I just, that was like the thing I hated the most about it. It was always uncomfortable. Like it was just one of those places, like no matter what, you just weren't. It makes you uh, almost feel bad for whoever it is that bought it. Just like, Like, they're going to be in for a show. It's also one of those places like for me too, is like, you're never were alone. That's I. That's yeah. that's the feeling I hate the most. Yeah, I would. I, I, that I would bother agree. me. I feel that's, like that's what I hate the most. If you go anywhere that's like creepy or has that energy, like when you're not when you're alone and you're not alone, that's the thing I hate the most. Mm-hmm. That's how that house always felt. Right. That's the like, I, the night I like couldn't sleep. That's why I was like, no, you're gonna be here. Cause and it's just like, to clarify, because I know that feeling too. It's <laughs> not alone and not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
It's not like someone's hanging out with you. It's right. just like, you know, it's like there's something around you that's hanging out, lingering. That's like the They're worst. Watching you. Yeah. yeah, that was always the weird part is like, you know, you'd be in the kitchen cooking dinner and you turn around and look at the corner like where the chair was and you're like, there's nothing there. Like I've, yeah. my my vision's shit, but I'm I'm well aware that there's nobody standing, you know, 12 feet from me. But it was just weird. And, you know, Tuna would like furl his hair and he would just stare and just, and I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, come here. And he would look at me for a second and then look back and I'm like, okay, now I can't even cook dinner. I'm just creeped out. Yeah, because clearly <laughs> you see something. Forget it. Yeah. There's something there and I just can't see it. You know, or he would go from room to room and then would pick a room and stop and just stare in the dark and he wouldn't move. And it was like, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't growling. It wasn't, you know, mean or fluffed up most of the time. He just sat there he would nose open the door and then stare into the one the room the kids room and just sit there and stare into the dark and finally like i flipped the thing so i could you know lock it from the other side like no like we're you're not nosing that door open anymore because i don't know what's in there it just creeps me out it really kind of makes you wonder too what all was there like Mm -hmm. how Um, much activity was going on you know uh, obviously we know from what you've told us or you've told us that there's at least three presence there it, yeah. make, it makes you wonder if there was more if there was well, something that maybe had like a negative maybe not malicious necessarily but like some kind of negative energy tied to no it yeah mm-hmm. you're curious if, like uh, if you try to like do any more research on the house and try to see what was no there. honestly like once i was done with that house it was probably like i just wanted to be done yeah like everyone always like let's drive by it i'm like i, I don't, just really don't. Was... you know i had someone four days ago that was like can you send me the address of that house on Jeanette? <laughs> because i was just talking to my husband about how fucked up this house was but i want to <laughs> be able to show him a picture i'm like oh my god it, this is 2021 i cannot get rid of this place like it is <laughs> and here just, you are on a podcast right, right. <laughs> but hey i want you on the podcast talking about that messed up place you lived on Jeanette. you're like okay <laughs> well what's funny we were we were walking through a bookstore one day and ap magazine was uh was on one of the uh bookshelves and i was walking by with my husband and i was like holy shit that band, that band right there. And he was like, what? And I was like, those are the guys that slept in the van. <laughs> he was like, you're shitting me. And I was like, I kid you not. That dude right That's there. Them. We were playing Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on guitar and everybody was singing. And 20 minutes later, everybody's fucking gone. <laughs> and he was like, wow. I'm like, yeah. So it's just, it's, it was just the strangest period in my life of like, well, one night we had to call the police. What? Yeah, I didn't so, tell about this. Yeah, so I'm sitting you know, eating dinner. I worked a really weird shift at work. So I get home really late. And, uh, you know, I came in and I'm eating dinner when most people are probably asleep. And Tuna starts going from window to window and he's growling. And then he runs the next window and growls. And then he's going to the front door and then he's coming to the window that's behind me. So I'm thinking, God damn it. Someone's casing my house trying to figure out how to, because it's very obvious. If you watch my house on the main strip, it's just me. Right. You see this, this little girl coming and going all the time. And I, like I said, I work late hours, so you know I'm coming home 10, 11 o'clock at night. And uh, I was like, you got to be kidding me. So I get my 40 and I start, you know, making the rounds, looking, trying to figure out what he's growling at. And I hear something behind me, like kind of creak. And Tuna turns around and he's growling past me and he gets down like this and he's, and I'm like, what the hell? And I turn around and the floorboards creak. Nobody's there. So I call the police and I'm like, look like somebody somebody is trying to get in my home like I can hear the windows trying like somebody's pulling on the windows and the old windows didn't really have a lock they were on a like a drawstring Mm -hmm. system 
Well, we had installed like those little um, like pivot locks, mostly just so somebody didn't break in. But really, if you want it in, you just pull the one. It's going to come out. Right. Um, but it just made me feel better living there alone. And uh, so I called the police and I was like, look, like this is the sound I heard. And I'm like jiggling the window. And like I was like somebody was in my house. So it was clear enough that it startled me enough to call the police, like hearing things in the house and like things move. And it just got to the point that I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like now I'm calling the authorities because th- things are, are making enough noise yeah. and startling the dog enough that I can't, I'm not sleeping now. What did You're the police f- think? Were they like, she's crazy. Like no one's been in this house. He was so nice. He comes out and he's this massive dude. He's huge. And he comes out with a flashlight and there are no street lights and there are no lights at all. So outside my house is pitch black. And he's coming out and he's checking every window. He's looking for footprints to see if anybody's on the window. He goes, I don't, I don't see anything from outside. So he was jiggling the windows. And I was like, that's not the same sound. And I pushed on it like from the inside. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think they were trying to come in. I think they were trying to get out. And I don't know why, but it scared me so bad. I started crying. And the guy was probably like, okay like yeah we've we've had enough drugs for tonight (laughs) (laughs) so then i was like he's gonna book me but i'm straight edge kid i promise like here's my jacket (laughs) and i was just like oh my god and that night i thought i was like i have fucking lost it i i've lost it like i'm going crazy so i called my mom and i was like i have to get out of this house can me and the dog please come over and we left and like i didn't come back for almost two days because i was like that was so so weird that i was like somebody was in my house but obviously, like, nobody was in the house. Nobody was in the house. And after that point, like, I was just done. I, I called my ex. I said, I don't care if you sell it. I don't care what you do with it. I'm never stepping foot in that house again. You almost wonder if that was the goal then, too, was to intimidate or scare right. you. Because, like, house. you know, like, obviously, if there was something negative or maybe even malicious there, like, it, yeah. you know, was like, I don't I don't want anybody here. They win. Checkmate. I'm done. It's yours. Yeah. <laughs> like, you found my breaking point. Yeah, like, the, the other ones, they might not care that I you wonder, did, but I don't want you here. Yeah. I wonder what's going on now with that lady. I wonder if, like... I have no now. idea. You said it was on the market, though, not too long ago. Yeah, so. somebody, somebody called called me and was like did you know someone bought that how it's up for sale and i was like i'm good i'm that's a hard pass yeah, yeah i i don't want it back no this house is not weird enough to move back into that house i'm good <laughs> so we're gonna fast forward so i know like you go to california mm-hmm. for friends and we like, hang out in california and stuff like that and then you come back from california you get the house and actually about a mile away from the house in yeah. Hilliard, which was like the complete opposite mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah absolutely nothing and then you guys buy the house you're living in currently now. Yes. And then you texted me like shortly after the house. And you're like, hey, something weird is happening. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what, 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 what's going on now? Because you're telling me that like Grayson was like talking to walls. Or oh, something. yeah. So you're, this is your son. Yeah. And at the time he was maybe one or so. He was he was this really is shortly young. after you guys bought the house. You guys only lived there for like a couple months. Oh, yeah. I mean, we haven't even finished unpacking. And my husband is very... He's like, yeah, I'm open to the idea that maybe there's something I don't understand. Um, but he's like, I've never had, you know, an experience. So until Except I for a door locking on him with yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> until, until like a ghost comes up and like fist bumps him. I think he's probably going to, to keep that line of thought. And uh, we were trying to sleep and the alarm keeps going off that. So we had an alarm for my son's crib that if, if a, a baby stops breathing, it stops moving compressions on the mattress and the alarm goes off. 
Well, the alarm starts going off and I go flying in there and I'm like, oh, well, that's dumb. The baby's laying with Charles in the bed. Right. And so, you know, but in a stupor, being an exhausted parent, you know, you run in and I'm like, what the hell? like instinct. And the alarm. Yeah. The alarm keeps going off. So Charles sits up and he's like, what in the world? I said, the alarm's going off and I can't find it. So it's, it's still packed in a box somewhere. And so we go in this room and he goes, it's in this room. I can hear it. And then we hear it in another room. Shit. So then we go in that room. No, no, it's back over here. So we go back to another room and he goes, I give up. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. This is so, this is just weird. So we start, you know, looking around and finally find it in a box and the alarm is going off and it's not plugged in. It's not battery powered. It has to be plugged in with an AC adapter into the wall. And he was like, that's, uh, I have no idea what to do. That's just that's just weird. I'm not saying anything. I'm That's just saying it's weird. That's not normal. Yeah. I, it's, it's funny to me because I know Charles. Uh, right? I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah. you know, Marine, like, you know, that's to see it to believe it type person. And it's just cracking me up because even he, I, hear, <laughs> I can hear it in his head. I can, I can hear it in his voice being That's like, That's weird. Huh. Yeah, right? That's exactly the hand on the hip. Well, huh? Yeah, exactly. And uh, so we get it turned off and we're like, whatever. A couple nights later, he's at Lodge. And I've got the the baby monitor all set up, and we've got the crib set up. So um, Grayson is in his room sleeping, and he starts kind of fussing and rolling around for a little bit. And a woman in a nightgown leans over the crib and pats him, and turns around in the fucking monitor. I have never run so fast in my life. I come flying around the corner. Nobody's in there. Did and you it, think at first where you just like someone's in my house and they're coming to take my like like I, baby? It was, at first I was like, you know, the drapes blowing. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because it was just like it just looked like fabric kind of passed in front of the camera. So I figured, you know, AC kicked on, moved right. the drapes, and I look back again and I'm like, holy shit! You could see like just the ruffles down the side. So I couldn't see who it was. All I could see was they had reached in the crib and done this, and I could see the ruffles from like a nightgown, and that was it. And so I go tearing in there. Nobody's in there. So I'm freaking out. I tell him when he gets home, like, you won't believe what happened. It's so weird. Like, I know I sound crazy. I wish it had been a goddamn ring because then it would be on video. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I, I bought the summer baby cheap one. Oh, no. And uh, so I was like, it's just, it was weird. And I said, but it didn't feel scary or mean. Like, it felt like she was checking on him, which was really weird. So it was like this overly maternal feeling. We find out that the house was an estate. So she she died. And I was like, of course somebody yeah. died. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> of course, course. I buy this house. So we find out it's an estate sale. And um, her name was Mrs. Tony. And I guess she was, she was really nice, really sweet. But she had two sons that were just shit and were so crappy to her. And when she got sick, they came in with a dumpster and went through the house and threw away all her photo albums and everything else. They got rid of everything in the house because they wanted to get it on market. Oh, my God. So her her presence or whatnot or whatever was in the house didn't feel malicious. But the first couple months we were there as we started renoing, it was just weird. Like I would hold Grayson and he would lean back and go like this into the dark behind me like wave high. So behind you, me so i'd spin around and i'm like oh my god and i'm like what and he goes hi lady lady hi hi and i'm like behind me into a dark room and it, it happened on numerous occasions well, I remember you texted me you're like grayson is talking to a wall 
Yeah. And he would like, sit there and talk to somebody. And you're like, he's talking to somebody. He's staring at a wall, talking to this wall. And he's like, there's something there. And mm-hmm. like, you text me about it. And you're like, cause you're asking me questions about like, you know, what should you do? Yeah. Like cleansing the house yeah. or all oh, kinds of things. You're asking me like, like, I've done. It you're, makes me wonder like if, you know, that was just someone sticking around because she's like, this yeah. is this positive thing yeah. that I wanted and I didn't, you know, I didn't right. die a happy death necessarily because, right. you know, maybe that was something she always wanted and she didn't ever got it. And so yeah. she's like, this is why, like, that was just keeping her there. I've been, over the, I've been in the house multiple times. And that's the feeling I got. I was always in there and I was like, okay, there's some kind of like, when I was walking around, I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of attuned to shit. And I was just like, like your old house was like, that was, yeah. awful. that was awful. That, that was like, you know, like that was awful. Like the feeling inside the house, your new yeah. house. I was like, like, I just get like a presence of being fulfilled. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was just like, this lady was happy that a family, like a, a family moved into the house. And it's like, like, Grayson was never scared. Like I'd be like, who are you talking to? Or like, who are, what are you doing? And he goes, just hi. Hi lady. Hi. And he was always just like, happy and waving or he'd sit there and he was very comfortable yeah he was never a babbler he never never babbled as a baby and uh so it was always just you know succinct words and uh it was just it it was almost like after a while i was like okay maybe this isn't scary you know he would lean into a room for the first couple times he waved to a dark room over my shoulder i was like oh hell no like (laughs) barreling down the stairs all the lights are on and charles what are you doing when he gets home and i'm on the house (laughs) no i was like i'm done i'm not i'm not doing this again and then it was funny because once we renoed the rooms upstairs it never happened again and we have not had a single weird occurrence ever again in that house the second we redid it, because she never altered from the second the house was built in 1973, they never updated anything. So Maybe. when we bought it, it was all shag carpet, psychedelic colors. My bathroom's Pismo pink. I remember like how like- Pepto-Bismol pink. I remember like how like tiny your kitchen was, like the kitchen and like yeah. the dining room, like and how like, like confined everything was. Yeah, that was, was that, the 1970s. Then you guys tore down that wall and it's like really open now. Yeah. And it was weird. Once we, once we kind of redid the house- it, there was never another feeling. He never he never waved or said anything to anybody again or talked about the the lady. Oh, the the lady, the woman. Maybe since he's it like, changed, he's like, it wasn't like her home anymore. Like yeah. she's just it like, okay, really I'm be here. Because Grayson's like, what? How old is he now? He just turned five. I'm old, but um, <laughs> a year old. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I he probably I don't know if he would. He probably doesn't remember it now. Mm-mm. If you no, he doesn't remember anything. But it was just a. Uh, it was weird because at first I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this again. Not with a kid. And, you know, before I was very self-reliant and I, I liked being by myself when other people weren't home. I was like, oh, you yeah. know. And now, like, when my husband had to work late or went somewhere, I was so worried when we first moved in. Like, oh, my God, you know, I, I can't deal with this again and then deal with it on my own with a baby. Right. But then it, it was weird. It was like, uh, okay, well, the, the kiddo's not scared. You know, maybe like I should buck up and, the, and not be nearly what, what was, more afraid had, than a tiny child. Because you still had tuna at this point. What did tuna like? The tuna at top of the tuna. Tuna had just passed away, so we oh. had we had gotten we still had Ripley. Okay. And had gotten Gunny, our other dog, and they didn't they didn't growl, but they would just you know walk from room to room, or Gunny would sit and do this, just stare and watch. Like <laughs> he would he would kind of like follow his gaze down a line. 
And Grayson would wave and say, hi, lady. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. So everyone else sees this lady but me. But I kid you not, in the first, I don't know, I want to say couple months we were there, we had finished the, the upstairs, renewing all the rooms. Never again. Nothing. Hmm. Never another feeling. Things out of place. Nothing. So I don't know if, like you said, like maybe it was just... Or you know, the house too. didn't look enough like her house. Could or... have been something was in there like that no. she was just yeah. attached to. Because we talked about that a little bit um, in our previous episode where, you know, items can be haunted. So, I mean, yeah, you almost wanted mm-hmm. to. It could have been something that the shag kept her carpeting. there. Maybe the shag, yeah. shag, shag carpeting. She's attached to that shag carpeting. That would do it for me. You know, yeah, no, it's it's all red, carpeting. black, and gold. And the other room was like a psychedelic orange yeah. with green walls. God. You know, maybe, got rid of it, and now it could have just been like, like the house was renovated to enough where it was like, okay, this is no longer my home. Right, so somewhere else where there's yeah. shag carpeting. Right, <laughs> there's there's got to be another. I was at Jeanette first with the shag carpeting, and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, shag. Carpeting. God, that Jeanette house. Oh my God, that house is. Yeah, awful. I'm I'm a uh, I'm glad to be done with that one, but it's funny because so many people still ask. Well, at least. At least, like, nothing from there followed you because I feel like that would have been, like, my fear. I, I feel yeah. like the things in that house, like, wanted to live and stay in that house and didn't want to leave the house. So yeah, I never like, had problems, like, when I went to stay long-term other places, like my mom's or anything like that. And uh, But the second you stepped foot in that house, it just felt, everything felt awful. Did you feel like they didn't want you there? Like It kind of felt like it didn't want anything there. Like That it just almost makes you... Just wonder though if it is one of those situations where it wasn't necessarily the house but maybe the land there was something there prior no this was definitely the house definitely the house this is the house yeah i've been inside the house this is definitely like because this house like what i was talking about with the land being like we talked about like kind of like the rolling effect of like mist like kind of deal Mm -hmm. where your house is like on like an area where because hilliard's a weird area it's old yeah like before hilliard was built there was nothing there so like and a lot of stuff that's built got built there still originally the original buildings like there yeah right so that's their weird thing about hilliard but like um like where i was living it kind of like has like that rolling effect of like the the house is brand new mm-hmm. but like the area was really old so like weird right. shit would happen inside the house like yeah. um like people would like walk through the house and be like what the hell was that <laughs> but um this my house was like that that was my parents house the house was literally less than a mile from, from your house on Jeanette. yeah <laughs> so, oh, so yeah to self never move to hilliard <laughs> got it hilliard's, hilliard's got some uh, some crazy stuff Will going on in hilliard do stay away from hilliard <laughs> yeah hilliard's hilliard's definitely weird i lived in a haunted apartment and hilliard kid killed himself at like right outside my house so that's that's possible. yeah that was that's always fun yeah. The property values are soaring. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we lived there for like six months and weird shit was happening. Like, like we'd hear like noises late night and stuff like that. Like t- the typical bump in the night type crap. My roommate got woken up because it sounded like someone with a megaphone was screaming into his ear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and he, I, he wakes me up because he's screaming and we're like, what the heck is going on? Um, Like you'd see like shadow people. <laughs> and we found out this kid took a shotgun and shot himself in the alley right by where we lived. Oh, yeah. Why do you think that is, though, that like there's clearly something like going on over there in that area? I I think part of it is I think it's a big part of Hilliard is because like before anything was all like farms. Like it wasn't there was nothing there. It was all like it's all been developed like that. And most of those buildings are still the original buildings. 
especially like by old Hilliard, it's all like the original, like yeah. from when, when was it? It was established in. Oh gosh. I, I don't know why I can tell you. Or 18th century. Charles's like lodge. Yeah. is coming up on their 150th. And most of the buildings in Hilliard. And, I, and that's just the lot. I mean, yeah. it was a schoolhouse prior to right. that. So yeah, most of the buildings, uh, especially the old buildings in Hilliard are the original buildings. Mm-hmm. So the Hilliard is not one of those places where things get ripped down and rebuilt. Like it's all it's a lot of the original. Yeah, because no one will rip down that damn house on Chinette. Just right. burn it down. Just start Never. over. Like old Hilliard, especially. Like it's all like the original, like intact, like the way it originally was. So that's like super except for the roundabouts. Oh yeah, the roundabouts. I'm going to a roundabout just to get to the roundabout you want. That's what uh, I feel like. That's what I think of when people talk about a Hilliard is. So do you feel like, uh, to to kind of wrap up here, do you feel like the house was like, it was specifically like haunting, like someone died. Do you think some like people who died there like was literally haunting the house? It just, it, I, I've always been interested in the paranormal and things that happened when I was a kid, but I'm definitely not one of the people that like, oh yes, this is absolutely haunted until I moved into that house. And I was like, there is so much tension and negativity in this house in this house that it was hard for me to deny that that something something was amiss like I've I've lived hundreds of different places and never felt like that in my entire life anywhere I think too like one of my biggest questions like what exactly happened here was when you're talking about everything you found the carpet like what happened oh we opened up a wall in ammo yeah, Just like what is going spent on ammo here? Poured out of the wall like a damn movie. Right. That was what my biggest question. Here, like, I remember when you first moved in there, I was like, "Why is there bullet holes yeah, in the wall?" That, yeah, there was. <laughs> I feel like that has yeah. something to do with it. Yeah. Like, I was like, "Why is there?" That has to have something to do. That with was it. my first question when I watched. Like, when we went upstairs, I was like, "Why is there bullet holes in the wall?" Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe we'll get lucky and somebody that listens to this podcast. Well, no, yeah. we'll know. Um, I, I think if anyone watched, knows more about this house than anybody else, we're talking to that person. <laughs> like that was the hard part. Is like I started asking the neighbors because most of the neighbors have lived there, you know, just as long. And I was like, what What do you guys know? Because I don't know what to do. Because she keeps coming over. Like, think weird things are happening in this house. And I was like, do you guys know anything about the house? And they're like, all we know is, you know, they fought and they fought nonstop. And I mean, to the point we could hear everything that was going on all the time. She had a terrible relationship with her sons. And I was like, oh, my You almost wondered, too, though, is like, did she fight with them because something else was going on when she was there, too? Was something causing her to be that way? Right. That's a question, too. You said you had like the small child and the woman's voice, too. Yeah, so something was there prior to her. So... I mean, there's the weird cover. So I wonder, more the, sad. I wonder if the cupboard mm-hmm. was there when the with the woman right. uh, they built that, or if the cupboard was in the house before they moved in too. Yeah, so, I have no, no idea ideas. how yeah. old. Like there was just it, it was weird. Like normally when you buy a house, the neighbors come talk to you, and there's some history on the house, or the owners can tell you a lot. She couldn't tell me anything without bawling, and so I'm thinking her husband and her son have recently passed, and then I find out. Oh no, it's, it's been, it's been quite a while. I mean, again, not that that hurt goes away or whatever, but you're like, Oh boy. So these are, these, this is not. You wonder why they're trapped there too. Right. Like, why are they trapped like, Why there? are they still hanging on this? Like, is it, ha- does that again go back to, um, maybe something that know. was there prior that's keeping them there? Like they're not giving yeah. the, getting, they're not given the option like to get out. Something's holding them there. Ooh. 
Which also kind of makes it very sad and depressing. Yeah. yeah. But explain the feelings. Like, was it so volatile because of, were they experiencing what I was experiencing? And, you know, this woman literally went nuts because I damn near went crazy. Like, I mean, I called the police crying like a crazy person. I'm walking around with a, a Smith & Wesson 40. <laughs> a huge ass revolver. I mean, I'm more, I honestly would have probably been better off beating them to death than trying to shoot them from the, from the distance I would have been at. But, you know, I was just like, oh, at that point, I went, I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind. So I'm like, you lived in this house for 30 some years. You know, I went crazy in what, two? And I was like, I, I don't know. So I'm like, maybe. Hey, like, she Hell, I could I couldn't even spend a night in the damn house. Right. Like, I did. But like, it was like, like I, I got like an hour sleep. She wasn't like telling you everything she no, knew. no she was holding not, back yeah. she was holding back a lot i think <laughs> sure. like she she very you know obviously she knew that they were there um but i think that she was definitely holding back maybe a lot more than that i'm sure she's probably experienced stuff there oh, other yeah. than her family and she was holding that back as well yeah. i mean i would no way <laughs> let me tell you everything about this house yep, so, so um it. like uh don't buy anything new don't bring any liquids in because they're gonna empty yeah um get a heater because the, the, they have the house has horrible drafts mm-hmm. um get lots of lighting because there's no matter how much lighting you put in the house that's the one thing i remember the house was, was always, always dark. dark the house was yeah. always so damn dark i remember being like we had lamps everywhere and it didn't it didn't make a difference uh, like, it was really it's creepy i remember like yeah. the upstairs especially like, i remember like the bathroom had like a window that like the light would come in and like, even with the light on it felt like there was no lights on the only light there the only night the light i ever saw i like, remember from that house was like the natural lighting from the See, sun. which was very minimal mm. now that just like small. convinces me even more <laughs> that there was something there was maybe because I've, I've no at first i said maybe not necessarily malicious maybe just negative but not no, thinking yeah. at least one of the things there yeah, the, was malicious said, like there yeah. was like the light that might have been the snowball effect of everything else like that malicious thing was the start and everything so else the basement flooded around the basement was a ledge oh god there was a basement oh yeah oh, i don't remember you telling me about the basement so about this high up off the ground, maybe about four and a half feet, there was a ledge that was about a foot wide or so that ran around the entire perimeter of the basement. In the corner was the sump pump. Well, the sump pump died. So my basement filled with water, probably about three and a half feet deep. They were like, you have to get down there and kick on the sump pump. It's like, okay. So I go down there and I realize the sump pump, something down there is causing an electrical charge like i can see something down there firing and i was like oh shit i don't i mean you know i'm not electrician rocket scientist but i think electric and water is real fucking bad together yeah so i was like i'm not sure how to get to this thing and not die (laughs) so i am crawling across this ledge literally on my hands and knees all the way around the perimeter to the other side and i'm trying to hit the off switch on this stupid pump with a broom and i'm sitting here thinking like oh my god if i go out in this house i will be the third or fourth person another <laughs> like, ghost and then you're like, stuck in this house yeah right. and then i'm stuck here and it was just weird like weird things kept happening that would put me in like a very precarious position that i was like it's trying to kill me like this house is legit but trying poss- to kill me funny joke but possible <laughs> right if that is you know and just the more I hear you talk that doesn't really seem like what it is to me like uh, the something there was like not letting anything else leave and 
maybe possibly wanted some more. Congratulations, you're the winner. Join the party. Well, now if the new buyers of the house, you know, die while they're also, there, the we flood, know what the, happened. The flooding could have, would have also broke the uh, foundation as well. Like, yeah, could have that, is, that is a that's a very that's See, a very good strong that, indication it of was like ridiculous how often it flooded because it was in it was the only house in a belly. Yeah, that could and, that could easily fuck up the foundation. Right. So, so there was a lot of things in the house that it was it was hard to which discount. Also, like, could have been a hard time while you guys hard time selling it too because if, if a mm-hmm. realtor man been like, well, they, they had a house inspected, they would know that the foundation was shot. So that was the kicker. Right. We got an inspection, and I saw the stairs, and I'm like. The stairs look like they're rotting, like down in the basement. He's like, it's dry rot. I'm like, well, wouldn't all the wood from this level up be dry rotting? Or does dry rotting just quit at the third step? Like it's it just, got that far. It got, I was like, it got this far. It's yeah. done. And I was like, something's like, something's fundamentally wrong with this house. We should not buy this house. And he's like, cool, we're going to buy this house. I was like, great. All right, let's do this. Shoot me. And I was like, oh, okay. So we buy this house and it flooded like two or three times down, you know, down in the basement. And the weird part was in the old 1940s houses, they laid the long slats in the living room mm-hmm. for the flooring. But there was a gap so you could see down in the basement. So the weird part was living there knowing there was three feet of water below you. Might get electrocuted. Yeah, not sure. You might but every die t- this morning oh when God. you're getting up to get your coffee. Yeah, every time Jesus. you stepped on a board. So it was just everything about this house was was like almost comically miserable. Like everything. The ceilings in the bathroom were super I remember, angled. F- so people couldn't stand. I just remember feeling so bad like when you were living there. I felt so <laughs> bad while you were living there. I'm like, oh my God, you're living in this horrible house. I know. Like Oh well. It's gone now. Well the house yeah. is there, but Oh, yeah. I'm gone. That's what yeah. counts. Yes. <laughs> but still very curious about to like what's about to happen to these people that I know moved in here. As soon as I, I heard am... someone bought it, I was like, don't. It's a trap. They right. Could, they it's, it's a death well, trap. They could have bought the land. At this point, the land is probably worth, that land is actually worth quite a bit. Oh, so. the land's worth bank. Yeah. I mean, the so, house is worth nothing. Yeah. They They told us that when we when we bought it. Yeah. They said, you're maybe, buying, yeah, you're buying maybe the that, land. that is what they're so doing. So that's probably maybe what they're, they're, I wouldn't be surprised they're on bulldoze the house, yeah, which is yeah. probably, would be the best thing to do is bulldoze the house Bye-bye. and completely destroy it. And Just then, be done with it. Yeah. That would, that would kind of Take shift, the garage too. That would shift all that energy. <laughs> Yeah, because you know the garage used to be a house. Yeah. Then that could very. But well if they pull down, the, if they bulldoze the house, they keep the garage. They're gonna <laughs> so bummed <laughs> out. We're like, well, that didn't work. Yeah, because you still Problem have a lot. Yeah. Good effort. Good yep. effort. But I can see them doing that. They're probably gonna bulldoze the house. I mean, that's that was our plan. Mm-hmm. Our plan was only to, my plan, being the smarter of the two of us, was to move in, live there just long enough to save up to get a secondary loan to build bulldoze the house put a nice house on the lot call it a day and eventually flip it you know but i i didn't i didn't win that argument so we ended up fixing up the scary house instead (laughs) with you know paints and shotgun shells in the wall it's like okay well so they were having snacks during range practice because there were what three rooms with bullet holes in them there's just there were needles too or something yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. see that's just what was going on i don't know i have no clue There were giant fish hooks. Like, I don't know what the hell you were fishing for that the, the hook is 
in Ohio that the hook is three to four inches long. And it makes me wonder too is like, thing- was, was that like whatever that was that was going on, did that cause the maliciousness to be there? Or was uh, that, or did the maliciousness cause that? I to just happen? remember being weird that there's bullet holes in the wall more than anything weird. else. I mean, why the fuck is there bullet holes in the wall? Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder, like, I don't know how long they were there, but there was a couple in the kitchen. There were some that were in that kid's room and there and there were two or three upstairs. So what kind of needles were they? Were they like sewing needles or were they like drug needles? They were, like, they were like syringe syringes. needles. Syringe needles. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And they were, I mean, they were all over. So we had to put in or put on like big boots and go in there and try and roll the carpet up. Because at first, you know, you only found one or two and you'd be walking and I was like, what the hell is that? You know, something stab your foot. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's gross. Going to die. Awesome. And then, you know, after a while, I'm like, there's, there's more than one of these. This wasn't like a, you know, a a diabetic needle that just got misplaced. Right. There's, there's a lot of these, but the shag carpeting, I kid you not, was inches tall and it was matted from over the years. So if you took your hands and you just kind of felt through it, I mean, there was like treasure hunting. Yeah. There was like (laughs) 45, 22 shells, like. I mean, That's spent so ammo, like, yeah, and it was just all kinds of weird stuff in the carpet. Such so a like, weird combination of things. Yeah, such a weird but also creepy combination of things. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what's? I don't know. What were you doing? Like, what? <laughs> well, I had questions. Or, yeah, yeah, I, I have. That's my biggest takeaway from this. I think, like, what was going on? Yeah, there. That's... We opened the kitchen wall, and when we opened the wall, it was like a, a movie. Just a bunch of spent ammo and beer bottles and things just poured out of the wall. So I was like, I don't know if it was it was like interesting when they put the drywall up to like just pour random shit behind the wall. Now, granted, there was a squirrel problem, so there was a whole lot of nuts behind the wall as well. But I was like, I'm pretty sure the squirrels aren't, you know, Back collecting there. Budweiser. Maybe, maybe Back there of, drinking. It could have been yeah. like if they were upstairs drinking and had a hole in the wall, they might have just been dropping trash. That's in what there. I was like. Oh my God. Like what is, what is wrong with this place? Like every time you touch or do anything, it's other weird stuff that you find. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that. Let's get the out of there. Yeah. You know, same you, decision. At least you're able to sell it and then get rid Someone of it. Someone else can have it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important thing. Mm-mm. Got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least because like, you know, you heard people buying houses, not necessarily haunted houses, but like something like your house where like it would fall into major disrepair and they have to live there because they can't sell it and they're still paying their mortgage on it. And Psst, I live that. <laughs> That's my current home. I, I bought the money. Well, pits. I guess it's a good thing that the ghost you had there wasn't evil or yeah if i could just get the the ghost of a construction worker i'd be thrilled (laughs) like can you level this floor instead of scaring the shit out of me solid like please you guys are doing a lot of work in your house it's it's come so far it was just one of those things that uh you know, you got to fix something simple and they're like, oh, the whole wall has to come down. Well, yeah, hopefully no. as you continue to do things, you don't just stir something else that up. Was my, yeah. That was my first thought was <laughs> like, it was like the Winchester house. Like, that's how you do, do we have to keep remodeling to keep the shit yes. at bay? Because yes. I'm not putting in a staircase that goes nowhere. I'm not doing it. That's what you say right now. <laughs> right. Two weeks later. Two weeks later. Door that leads to nowhere. 
Reminds me of your house, your dad's house. I know, right? <laughs> Where you've ever lived, it's always been screwed up. Uh, right? Oh, oh my, my god. god, maybe it's just me. Your dad lives in this house. It's like in the middle of nowhere well, in Lancaster, and um, like in the wood of like all the doors and stuff. There's like faces, which is lovely. But the like, entire upstairs not finished. It's just a stairway to nothing. Yeah, it's a stairway that goes into this like door, and I remember I was. With your husband Charles and he's like oh we're trying to do some work on the act and I was like oh this place is an act he's like yeah and I'm like oh I gotta see this because this house is just freaky so we go up there and the door's like locked and he was like I was just up here like the other day it's like you can't get into the door and I'm like well apparently you don't want that doesn't want you in here <laughs> like we're kind of cracking jokes and then we hear a noise and the door unlocks and then like we could open it up and I'm like I'm not going in there dude like they wanted you nope. to finish the <laughs> like everywhere you live like it's just like every yeah. it's like that's your, like your bane like everywhere you live weird shit it happens. almost makes you wonder though like cause you made is the comment me? is it me but maybe it is <laughs> but not in the way you think like maybe you're just extremely sensitive to that kind of thing as well like I have long wondered like maybe it's just maybe I noticed the things other people didn't yeah didn't notice yeah. That, or I would say maybe that's part of it that oh. you're just sensitive to stuff um and that's why I'm not, Funny, I'm not saying I, that's I don't know why many you're that moving, would call me sensitive right that's <laughs> why you're moving to um all these because um, obviously that's not why you're encountering these things but I feel like maybe that's why you're feeling them to such an extreme is because you're so sensitive to them and you know Yay. So if someone could just tell the ghost I am not sensitive. I'm actually quite an asshole. You do not want <laughs> this. Please, please go away. <laughs> Unless, oh you know, you're going to be super kind so my son can wave, hey, lady, at you. But at still, yeah, I didn't even, like, that was my thought, too, when you are telling them, I'm like, okay, cool, you're a kind ghost, but still, you're a... You're a, still here. Yeah. You're, you're still a ghost. Yeah. I just want a normal house for my family. Like, you're, you're still a ghost, and I still don't want you here. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here right Maybe, now. Maybe uh, the next house you get, just let Charles pick it. <laughs> right? Oh my God! Don't, don't, don't tell him that. <laughs> he well, did not. He did not want listening. this house in full oh, disclosure. No. And I was like, Yes, you do. It's got so much character. Did what you, you learn nothing? Thought was that? character. What you thought was character was really a ghost. Yeah, I was like, This yeah. is. Lo- Look at this shag carpeting. That's how. Do that's I how learn Mallory, nothing? That's how Mallory feels. Ghosts in houses. If yep. she walks in the house and the house has character, yep. it's really a too ghost. many characters. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> too many. Oh, this at least this cat house only had one ghost <laughs> instead yeah. of like a mini a plethora. I'm of gonna take when we go finally to buy a house. I'm gonna take you with us, and then if you're like, <laughs> this house has character, we're gonna be like. We don't want this one. I super wish you were the first person to give me that offer. <laughs> They're like, why? I just want you to come walk around. And I was like, why? why? Oh, do you want me to? Because I got into school for like interior design years ago. And I was like, oh, you want me to look and see like what we can do with it? No. No, I just want to see if you think it's fucked up. And I was like, oh. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. I'm your spirit box. Awesome. Yay. So shitty. <laughs> I would be like, no. I'd be like, all right. How much are you going to pay me? <laughs> See, that's I'll what do I it. should well, my I'll do it. You can, just you give can turn me that some into money. A business. Just, just like, no, I'm not doing this for free. Is this house clear.com? <laughs> yeah, right. And then if they're like, and then if they like decline you, then you can just be like, well, if you move into a haunted house, don't say I didn't offer. Yeah. Tape your perfume, dear. You're welcome. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I think on that note, it's from <laughs> this episode. Um, if you have any stories of your own you'd like to share, uh, you can send them to us on email with info at the spooky door.com. Uh, you can also send them to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the spooky door at all those um, uh, social media sites. Um, also, on top of that, uh, please visit the spooky door.com. We want to thank Mallory for being on us, our show tonight and sharing Thanks, her Mallory. story. Thank of you for having me. Her yeah. insane uh, haunting story of her house on Jeanette, which is still there. We're not going to give the address, though. Yeah, do not no. visit. Please don't go Save bother yourself. the people that just moved in. Yeah, they already have so, enough to deal with. <laughs> Drive by, take pictures, and pop her out. See. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, we're not giving the address out for the house. But Jeanette is a very small road. I'll, I'll say that, though. <laughs> so probably be hard to figure out which one is which. Drive down. Look for the one that's fucked. It's that yeah. one. So once again, we want to thank you uh, joining us. My name is Jordan. Of course, with me is Ashley. We want to thank Mallory one last time. And join us next time through the spooky door.